Hello, you dirty, filthy whorebags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, coming to you live. First and foremost, I want to thank everyone who kept me in your prayers. I was in an accident this past week. Um, by the grace of God, I am okay. Just a minor setback for a major comeback. I am having to go to the chiropractor now um, three times a week. I do have a lawyer as well. So you guys that have kept me in your prayers, I do thank you just continuously pray for me because everything is in God's hands at this point. So we're just going to jump right into the first topic of Queen's Table. We're going to talk about Ari Lennox responding after some people criticized her for expressing her disappointment and not winning a Soul Train Award. So Ari went on Twitter. She went on a mini rant because she expected SBB to win the album award at least. She stated, you know what I realized? People who genuinely fuck with me understand my frustration. People who are self-hating haters and clearly have never given my music a chance got the biggest problem with me. No one will have to worry about me complaining after this current complaint. What I will not do is ever be this depressed again. It's not just an award. It wasn't just an award show. It was a Soul Train Award. And you can see that I'm a big fan of soul music and a huge fan of Soul Train's history. Being snubbed was something I always expected but definitely was prepared for, just not by them. My intent was never to shade other nominees. I'm hurt, and I don't expect soulless haters to understand that. Every time I wrap my hand around it, I can't accept it. I feel like a breakup. I made a soulful album. I never ran from who I am. I just expected that this one platform would understand that. She did proceed to go on a little bit more as well, but we're just going to leave it at that. What I realize nowadays when it comes to not just the Soul Train Award, but just award shows in general, it's no longer about the actual content. It's more so about a popularity contest. Because what I realize is that there's a lot of um, nominees that are under these subcategories that I personally, I personally believe that don't belong there. But... Nowadays, it's all about what sells. Nowadays, it's all about what makes more sense, what makes more money. So if you think about it, SBB was definitely a soulful album, definitely felt everything um, that was said, everything that was spoken. Uh, however, at the same time, Ari, I don't think you should categorize your value based off of an award show. You know, you've been working hard since 2009. It took you 10 years to get here, you know. Allow yourself to enjoy that. Allow yourself to enjoy that it took you 10 years to get here and you got here and that your album was nominated. And then you just go back on the drawing board and do better. You go on, on the back, you go back on the drawing board and you make this your new goal. Like, hey, my next album, we're going to get that. And if you don't get that, oh, fucking well. You know what I'm saying? It's like at the end of the day, you know, someone else's congratulations should not hold more accountability to your overall actions as you applauding and congratulating yourself you know that's someone else's opinion if you feel like sbb deserved that award then bitch sbb earned that award even if the outsiders even if they can't see it you know what i'm saying and then you know also i'm going to put into perspective as well that when it comes down to black women we're not allowed to feel anything we're not allowed to vent we're not allowed to show any form of emotions um because as soon as we do, we're deemed as being um, envious, we're being jealous, we're being, we're not being a team sport and, you know, all of that in the third. And it's like, you're allowed to feel how you feel. You're allowed to express yourself the way that you want to express yourself as long as it's in a healthy manner. And, you know, you learn from it, you grow from it and you move on. But it's like when women of color uh, try to be expressive or when we try to show our hurt 
show our pain, show our, you know, just show ourselves. It's a problem. We're always deemed as being angry or not, not uh, appreciative. And it's like, what the fuck does that have to do with it? You know, I'm allowed to hurt just like the next motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So Ari, don't, don't let this um, defeat you. Don't let this break you down. Don't let this determine if SBB was a good soulful album because it was. And, you know, ultimately speaking, these platforms, it's all about what sells. It's all about what can make them the most money. It's all about seeking the opportunity. So, you know, there's a lot of, um, Grammy nominees, you know, Brian McKnight has the most nominees and has yet to ever get one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you know that you put your blood, sweat and tears in everything that you put out and everything that you do, then bitch, that's all that motherfucking matters. You feel me? So, you know, to each his own, Ari, to each his own. Don't let this shit defeat you, bitch. You've been in the game for 10 years. You just got your first nominee, bitch. You got 10 more years to go in you. Maybe you got longer in you, you know, make this just be your new accomplishment. Like, okay, y'all didn't think that SBB was good enough. So I'm going to give y'all, I'm going to give y'all something else. And even if that doesn't work as well, like, so fucking be it. You know what I'm saying? So fucking be it. But I get it. I do. I get it. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. All right. So next topic on Queen's Tables, Tea Time with Queen S. We're going to talk about Jordan Sparks' husband and her having to come to his defense. So Jordan Sparks' husband posted a picture of him and his longtime girlfriend um, from high school celebrating her birthday. He put a cute little picture of them together and he put, not very many people can, number one, get me out of the house past 1030. Number two, get me to smile this big. Number three, have me talking about high school. Shout out to a real one. And of course, black Twitter went crazy. Black Instagram went crazy. People said that you're crazy, Jordan Sparks, because I could never. She looking at him the way that Fizz has been looking at April all these years. He better be saying that to me. He damn sure won't be walling out the house at 1030 without me. That's much as I know. And so on and so forth, honey. So Jordan, of course, had to come to her man's defense. So she said, y'all, with the eye roll. Here's a message. If your significant other is making you cut off your really good stand up, been there since forever, friends, male or female, get out. Not talking about the friends that are toxic frenemies. That's a problem and should always be addressed. But the controlling and toxic people in your life, that is a no. Again, people are not objects for you to own. Friends are super important for your well-being, especially of those who knew you before a certain huge life change that has happened. It's healthy. I hope you all find someone who treats you like my husband and his friends do. They are truly the best and may the odds be ever in your favor with a heart. So I can personally vouch for Jordan. I could personally vouch for Jordan's husband. And I think it's because I have guy best friends. My guy best friends, well, Junior, I've known him since middle school. And the other ones, I've known them since high school. But it's like you can't compete where you don't compare. And ultimately speaking, I do feel like it has to do with insecurities when it comes down to people not being comfortable with, you know, male and female type of friendships. I know that there has been several times in the past that I've talked to guys that they were just like, nah, dog, if you want to talk to me, you're going to have to cut them off. And I mean, they're all still here. So guess who got cut off? You know what I'm saying? And, and I just feel like ultimately speaking, 
it takes a strong type of person to be accepting of that. And what I mean about a strong type of person, I'm not necessarily saying that you have to be someone who has it all the way put together, but you have to be strong in your position. You have to be strong in your relationship to know that I have nothing to worry about. Because if you're telling me about this person from the jump, if we're all going out together, if we're all doing this, if we're all doing that, then what you put out is what I'm going to feel. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure Jordan and her husband and this girlfriend have been out several times before. I'm pretty sure she's been around the house and she's she's Gucci. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, what's done in the dark was going to always come into light. So I'm not going to sit here and expect my significant other to drop everybody, anybody, just because they're the opposite sex. You know what I'm saying? I dated a guy who had homegirls, you know, that was their best friend prior to me. And so it's like, it's, it's, I, eh, it's a two way street. You know what I'm saying? Only, only the, only the bold can survive. We'll just, we'll just say that only the bold can survive because ultimately speaking, it takes a strong woman and a strong man to be comfortable within themselves, to be comfortable within their relationship, to take their significant other's word and to not have a problem with it. So kudos to you, Jordan, because I agree with you 110% that there's nothing wrong with that. And if you have a problem, then bitch, look within, okay? Because that's clearly where the problem is. Okay? Okay. So, on to the next topic for Queen's Tables Tea Time with Queen S. We're going to talk about Tory Lanez. So, Tory Lanez um, recently went on um, uh, Joe Budden's show. And he basically voiced his two cents when it came down to today's um, girls. So, the today's type of girls that he picked up or today's type of girls that he, you know, mess with. So Tory Lanez basically stated that in his personal opinion, he don't believe that you should be fucking with a nigga in a different tax bracket if you can't afford it for yourself. So he went on pull up with Joe Budden and the discussion was basically him explaining that there was a scenario where he was dealing with the girl that pretended that she got it. And then she was asking him to buy for her. And so he was like, but I thought you had it. And so he said, there's a lot of girls out here that bring nothing to the table but pussy and expect um, the world to be catered to him, to the, expect the world to be catered to them. And he said, at the same time, if you don't have it and he wants to give it to you, he has no problem doing that as well. So what I can say is with today's society, there's a lot of popcorn holes. Uh, what I mean by popcorn hoes is hoes that don't have anything else to bring to the table except for popping a pussy. You know what I'm saying? And granted, if that's the type of person that you are, kudos. Somebody got to do it. It ain't going to be me. You know, I'm one with you because you're one within yourself. Hats off to you. However, there is a big ass disconnect in today's generation when it comes to people finding significant others, people finding partners, people finding um, people to grow old with, you know, there's definitely a disconnect, you know, women nowadays, we're not, they're not looking for actual relationships. There's, they're looking for security. They're looking for status. They're looking for how many ways can I make sure that I'm always straight? How many ways can I make sure that I always have money coming in with or without his presence? And so it's like, if you have women who are all about the money, and you have men who are all about giving the money, then, you know, 
where is there actually room for growth? Where is there actually room for love? Where is there actually room for actually having a real connection? What I believe is today's society, there's a big disconnect when it comes down to seeking partners who have the same mental and spiritual growth and um, patterns as you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a firm believer that mentally we need to be on the same page and spiritually we need to be on the same page. Everything else can always have room for improvement, but mentally and spiritually, I feel like that's a non-negotiable. Why? Because mentally, if we're both on the same wavelength, whether we all have it together, whether we don't have it together, if we're both mentally on the same wavelength, then our end goal will still always be the same, which is to win. You know, Having a man who's mentally on the same path as you will always give you room for growth. We will always give you room for improvement and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to DeVal and Kadeem and Deadass Podcast because I love, 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 love their love. Because ultimately speaking, it shows what it means to have a man who has the mindset of growth. Have a man who has the mindset and the spirituality of growth to the point that even if you can't do it right now, even if I can't do it right now, we're not going to forget about it. We're just going to revisit it at a later time. You know what I'm saying? And nowadays there's a disconnect. Nowadays there's a lack of substance in today's relationships. And it would start raining. It is pouring. So disrespectful. Nowadays there's a lack of disconnect. Nowadays people don't look for substance. People don't look for, you know, actual growth people just look for status and you know i think that's why there is a lot of um single mothers single fathers a lot of broken relationships a lot of broken uh people because people are not understanding the importance of energies not uh, understanding the importance of connection you know you can't just give 110 percent to just any and everybody you can't just open your legs and just fuck any and everybody body because, you know, there's a lot that comes with it that people don't really want to talk about, that people really don't know. And so, you know, I just, I agree with Tori, you know, fuck with a nigga in your tax bracket. If you can't fuck with a nigga in your tax bracket and you fuck with a nigga that's in your different tax bracket, then humble yourself, bitch. Popcorn ho, humble yourself. You have no room to be asking for nothing. You have no room to be demanding nothing, baby. Because you ain't even got no balls to piss to yourself. You gonna ask me for some shit that you can't even you can't even provide for yourself you know what i'm saying and then also that goes into you know how i feel as well that there's a lot of women who are in relationships and think that the relationship is all about taking 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 and being wined and dined and being catered to but don't know that it also has to be reciprocated you also have to give that to your significant other as well you are obligated just as much as he is obligated to wine and dine you you are obligated to wine and dine him too as well there's a lot of women out here that don't know the importance of transparency. I don't know the importance of reciprocation. I don't know the importance of you give and you take just as equally. You feel me? So, Tori, I agree with you. Fuck what bitches in your tax bracket. Fuck what niggas in your tax bracket. If not, humble yourself and wait for the opportunity to present itself. Because if a nigga really fucking with you, you don't have to beg. You don't have to beg for shit. He gonna want to just do it for you just to do it for you. You feel me? And if you don't want to just do it for you, just do it for you, then bitch, you ain't the one. Not pop your ass somewhere else. You feel me? And it's just that simple. So I don't know what exactly happened, but it started raining cats and dogs, honey. So I had to remove myself and change locations. It was just 
raining so loud, I started yelling at my computer, started yelling at my screen. You know, I was real confused. But teach is on, so we're just going to jump right into it. So the next topic that we're going to talk about is Chick-fil-A. So Chick-fil-A just announced that moving forward, they are no longer funding or supporting any anti-LGBTQ charities after their recent protest is that has been um, lasting these past few months at uh, some of their locations. One of the uh, charities that they were funding was the Salvation Army. They said that they are no longer funding these charities moving forward and that their, their um, new focus is charities that deal with homelessness, that deals with mental issues, and that deals with children. So shout out to you, Chick-fil-A, for making the right decisions. And hopefully now, Angelina, you'll stop harassing Tatiana for eating her Chick-fil-A sandwich. And Tatiana, you go bad bitch, okay? So we're just going to move forward to the next topic. The next topic we're going to talk about on Tea Time with Queen S is that Victoria's Secret has announced that they're no longer having their fashion shows based off of their last year's reviews and project numbers being the lowest. They decided to just moving forward that that's not their look that they're going for anymore. Um, a lot of people are stating that it's because of the fat shaming. It's because of this and it's because of that. However, from someone who was a Victoria's Secret um, supervisor, at one of their locations when I was in Charlotte, I can tell you it has to do with lack of clientele. So to fund a Victoria's Secret show, fashion show, it's millions and millions and millions of dollars being funded into it. And so recently there has been a nice shift in um, the industry of lingerie. And the problem is Victoria's Secret is not upholding this shift. So Victoria's Secret are still trying to sell their one bras for $55, $65, or whatever the case is that comes with nothing else. However, when you have uh, Savage Fenty out here, you have Adorn Me, you have Lane's Bryant, you have all of these other um, parties putting out the same type of product as yours, but they are being more accommodating to their demographic. Victoria's Secret is never accommodating to their demographic. They're maintaining their prices based off of what they deem as being luxurious, but they're not accommodating to the demographic or accommodating to their clientele. So, you know, Victoria's Secret recently just had to close over a hundred stores. So for them to cancel this, this, um, fashion show moving forward, it's just them saving money to be completely honest, because I, I don't give Victoria's Secret that much more longer, to be completely honest, especially with, you know, all of the bad publicity that they've had over the years. I think it's about time for them to, you know, throw in the flag, because Rihanna's here to stay, and she ain't going nowhere, and that's just on that. You feel me? And so we're just going to move forward to the next topic on Tea Time. We're going to talk about male birth control. So... The CDA just announced that male birth control will be up for purchase in the next seven months. So they just passed their first clinical testing. And so within the next several months or so, um, male birth control will be now on the shelves and available for purchase. I am dead as curious as to know how the fuck this is going to work. So as soon as I find someone 
who is on birth control, male birth control, I will definitely let y'all know. I will give y'all feedback about that, honey, because I'm real deal trying to figure out how to fuck that work. Because I know when I was taking birth control um, back in college, I blew up like a fucking pothot. And that's why I stopped taking the birth control. So I really want to know, you know, how does it feel? Like, how, how does a guy feel like taking a male birth control? Hmm. We're going to save that topic for another day. So in closing, to close out tea time with Queen S, we're going to talk about Ray J and Princess on their ongoing battle to the finish line, I guess. So recently, um, Ray J and Princess went to the Soul Train Awards. And so Ray J posted a picture stating, thank you, BET. Hashtag Soul Train Award at Princess Love at Melody Love Norwood. And Princess, of course, um, responded by saying, left me a melody stranded in Vegas and blocked me from calling. Now you want to post family photos. Hashtag buy ugly. She said, yes, I can fly home. I have my own money, but my car is here and I don't want to be driving alone with my daughter because I'm over eight months pregnant and I don't even want to have to stop for gas or go into labor with all this human trafficking going on. And then, of course, Ray J went on stating that he never left Vegas. He was still there. He can't deal with this because, you know, in a marriage, you're supposed to go back and forth. You you guys are supposed to figure it out off of social media. And everything that she has posted has been on social media. And that it's nobody's business. And that moving forward, um, he would hope that it would be different. Uh, Princess stated that she wants to file for divorce. Ray J stated that his mom came out to Vegas to support him. La, 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 Okay? So, I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to say this straight up. Okay? At the end of the day, what you allow is what will continue, regardless if you're a male, regardless if you're female. So, we're just going to break it down to male and female. So, with Ray J, Princess knew what type of man she was fucking with prior to her being a wife, prior to her being a mother. Okay? Ray J shoved you in a pool, okay? Ray J has disrespected you time and time again by, you know, you having to walk into his room and see a full-blown stripper pole with him, you know, putting money in the, in the stripper's thong. You've had to run up on him several times, you know, and he had to bail you out of jail. You know what I'm saying? This pattern that he has shown you has been the same pattern that he has always shown you, but you put it in your mind or you put it in your thought that you can change him and you cannot change anybody who don't want to change for themselves first. Okay. I'm going to repeat that again. You cannot change anybody who do not want to change for themselves first. As a man, as a woman, you have to want it bad enough for yourself first in order for that change to withhold everything in order for that change to actually stand for something for that change to actually be concrete you have to want it bad enough for yourself first and then for your partners and those around you ray j has always shown that he's never really had that much respect for you or he would have never played with your face one thing that i've realized and i didn't and i don't have to have all the money in the world i don't have to have all the intelligence in the world One thing that I realized is a man who don't play about you don't play about your face. I'm going to repeat that again. A man who don't play about you don't play about your face. So that means he will never put you in a position for you to ever have to get yourself out of character to 
to defend yourself, to defend him, to defend anybody. Because ultimately speaking, your face is his face. And so if he respects your face, then he ultimately respects his and wants to make sure that everybody outside knows that he don't play about you. You're not touchable. You're not one to be fucked with. Because if you're fucking with me, then you're fucking with her. You feel me? So for you to now be two kids in, a whole wife, you know, have revolved your whole life around this man thinking that you were going to change him, thinking that you were going to fix him. And now you're seeing that the patterns have never changed. They've only been hidden and been replaced. So with that being said, we're going to talk about princess for Ray J. So from the start of your relationship, you've already known what you were to expect when it came to princess. So what Princess Princess has always been the type of person to go on social media to vent. She has always been the type to be very open and honest with her feelings. Um, she don't shut down for anybody. She's going to always say and speak her mind. This is something that you have known from Jump Street. This is something that you have been well aware of. So for you to now be married and to be two kids in and you now seem to feel like a, a light bulb just popped in your motherfucking head like you never knew that these traits and these patterns existed in her is what's funniest to me with this whole situation because as a man especially as a man who have had a history of being unfaithful who have had a history of being a dog who have had a history of just being nasty you as a man it is your job to lead your household in the correct manner and the correct fashion. And you as a man, you are not upholding your duties and leading your household in the way that your wife, the way that your wife deems or needs you to. Because ultimately speaking, you being head of house means that you have everything under control. That means you know what, you need to fix, you know what you need to not fix, you know what you need to change, you know what you need to not change. And at the same time, you know where to meet your wife, keyword, you know where to meet your wife at halfway so that she knows to meet you the other halfway, okay? As a whole, it is very important for people to understand and know your significance, others' love language, okay? And I feel like that's the reason why there's a lot of toxic energies in their relationship because they don't know each other's love language. For me, princess love language is quality time. And Ray J's love language is um, uh, words of affirmation. So that's just to me. And this test is definitely free. All you have to do is type in Google love language tests, and then it'll give you questions to answer. And then you'll just answer them to the best of your ability. But to me, princess love language is quality time. And the reason why I think her love language is quality time is because princess did not grow up in a household where love was present. She did not have the luxury that Ray J had to have brother and sister and have a mom and a dad and them showing you affection and them, you know, teaching you right from wrong. Princess had to self-taught herself, you know. Princess had to be her own parent, you know. And so for her in her head, now that I'm a wife, now that I'm a mother, now that I have my husband, this is my family. She doesn't consider Ray J's family as her family. She considers Ray J their daughter and their now uh, soon-to-be son as her family. And so for her, quality time is the only way that she knows 
what family is to her. So if you have someone who don't know what family is and now has a family of their own, she's going to want you to be around 24-8. She wants to know that you are here, that you're grounded, that you want to be with your family. And it doesn't help that to add insult to injury that she has lack of trust because of your history in the past. So to have a woman who love language is quality time and then you have a woman who also has to deal with her own insecurities when it comes to your relationship because of the shit that you've done in the past, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle. And so with that being said, Ray J's word of affirmation is his love language because he called his mommy and his mommy came to his rescue in Las Vegas and he said that all he needed was to talk to his mom. So you have a mama's boy who still don't understand the importance of going to your wife with your pillow talk and not your mother with your pillow talk. And you have a wife who expects her husband to come to her with the pillow talk, but her husband feels more comfortable with going to the mother. And then you have a mother and a daughter-in-law relationship that is not consistent, that has never been consistent. There's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of traumas there's a lot of triggers there's a lot of faults there's a lot of damages there's a lot of bad and negative energy in that whole entire space because y'all don't know each other y'all don't know each other and this is more than just surface space this is more than just uh, materialistic things these are more than just you know the flashy things you know y'all don't know each other because there's no reason why you guys are married and two kids and y'all still are y'all still acting like y'all on love and hip-hop season two episode motherfucking five you know what i'm saying unless you have not grown enough in your communication skills in your relationship to know the do's and don'ts to do in your partnership you know what i'm saying at some point in time we as women, we have to hold ourselves accountable and knowing that it's not your job to build a nigga. Your job is not to build a nigga. Your job is not to mold a nigga to be your perfect nigga. You know what I'm saying? I've gotten to a place where I'm not, I don't have it in me to build no man. I have, I have no energy in me to try to force a man how to be the man that he needs to be for myself. He needs to be the man that he needs to be for himself first. And then I come in and he alters himself to, 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 to fit me. And I alter myself to fit him. And I'm not saying alter in a way that you have to lose yourself in order to find a significant other, but you do. You have to find an equal balance. And for Ray J, the biggest fault that he has is that he's a mama's boy and that he goes to his mother's defense and he runs to his mother for any and everything and not his wife. And Princess' problem is she runs to social media and she does not run to her husband with her problems because her husband runs to her mom. Her husband runs to his mom. So if I'm a woman and I have issues with my husband and I can't even expect my husband to hold on to this pillow talk and understand that this is between you and I and I don't want your mama to know what the fuck is going on, then what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like as a whole, you know, it's either y'all have to throw in the towel to call it quits or you have to find a happy medium because at this point y'all still should not be going through these same cycles and y'all married with kids you feel me so i wish y'all the best i hope y'all come to find a happy medium because ultimately speaking you know if you love each other you guys can find a happy medium you guys can find a happy ground however love is not enough love is not enough all right so we're just gonna close out Queen's Table Tea Time with Queen S. On that note, I hope you guys have a wonderful start of your week. 
Y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay humble. Y'all stay stress-free. Know that you are in charge of your own life. You are in charge of your own dreams and aspirations to become into fruition. And that God never gives you more than you can handle, baby. So until next time, hugs and kisses to my dirty, filthy whore bags. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!